Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Batman, episode 27, Instant Freeze. We are back. God, well, are, are we ever? Yeah, and oh my god, this episode. It's it's chilling. If it I is. Say. It is it is very chilling. It's so chilling that I think this this episode produced the least amount of notes from me. <laughs> all you wrote was Mr. Freeze. That's that's your notes. In big block letters. That's all I wrote <laughs> down. That's all I had to write down. This was a really good episode for me to watch because it's there's been a heat wave in the Southwest, basically. There's been wildfires out in Texas and and everything. So this was this was refreshing well, for me. Didn't this episode start a wildfire in your mind? <laughs> it did. It did. So if you're listening to this, and you should uh, really take it easy for the next thirty minutes or so, because this this episode's gonna it's gonna blow your mind, probably. It will. You might knock your socks off and put them back on again. You might lose your cool. Oh no! I wanted You'll to blow your stack. So obviously, this is a Mister Freeze episode, and I wanted to figure out. <laughs> it's not a false face episode. I wish. I wish. But Mr. Freeze is kind of like Egghead in a way in that he's always trying to do the ice puns, the freeze puns. Yeah. Um, you know, you're on thin ice, something like that. And I and I like midway Don't through your cool. Yeah. <laughs> midway through I wanted to start counting them, but I just I couldn't go back and watch the rest though. <laughs> it was just it was too much. But there is there's many I th- I, th- I like to think I like to think that each cold pun was improvised by george sanders mr freeze so what did you think of george sanders as mr freeze here i guess that's i mean do you have any well, thoughts on him throughout the series there are three different guys that play mr freeze there's yes. george sanders who did in this there's otto priminger who was a film director yeah and i don't know why he does it that's <laughs> they just like couldn't today. find anyone else <laughs> That would be like today, like, you know, like Martin Scorsese being like a rapist on Law and Order Special Victims Unit or something. <laughs> and, 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 and I would like Eli to see Wong. that. I'd like to see that. I would, too, actually. Well, you know, actually, you know what? On uh, Throughout the Law and Orders and Law and Order Special Victims Unit, director Peter Bogdanovich, who directed Targets and Last Picture Show and Paper Moon, uh-huh. does play like a, like a pornographer. There you on go. Many episodes. They so probably I, so I were inspired <laughs> by this. <laughs> It's an, inspired. There was precedent in the and, Batman show, so exactly. And uh, and the last one to do it was Eli Wallach, and Eli Wallach, to me, is the best actor out of all of them. Uh, I love Eli Wallach as an actor, but yeah. uh, but uh, but the George Sanders Mister Freeze, I think his costume is so stupid. Looking. It is, and and we'll comment on that throughout the uh, uh, when we talk about the episode. But yeah, it's it's bad. The other Mister Freeze has had a better costume it's more like what you would expect to see this is this is a really low budget mr freeze um it really is really is (laughs) so before we get into this episode um well first of all as many of you know we have a contest going on it's the name my cat contest we have several entries and um they're the competition stiff that's all i gotta say it is, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna after we talk about it's, the it's it's one it's one cool competition. <laughs> after um, we talk about the episode, the prizes are hot. Competition is cool. Is that what? <laughs> and the competition is cool. Yeah. So after we talk it's like about very the, cool. Yeah. 
after we talk about the episode, we are going to um, read off a couple of the names and just kind of let you know what, what's out there, what you're up against. You still have time to enter. Don't worry. Um, uh, we announced earlier that the prize, or one of the prizes, is a signed photograph of all of our cats. Extremely rare and probably extremely valuable too i would assume but there is <laughs> there is another prize the photograph should look like the meet the beatles album cover <laughs> we yeah we don't know what the photograph is going to look like yet but there is a meet prize the there is another prize that is more batman related yes. and you will be very interested and we will announce it at the end of this episode so you have to you have to bear through us talking for the next 20 or 30 minutes I like to think the first prize is kind of Batman related because one we do a podcast about Batman, but also one of Batman's famous villains is Catwoman. That's true. So it yeah it is in a way Batman related, but there is another, I guess more directly re Batman related prize, which is a fantastic prize. You will want to win it. Trust me. Just stick around. We will announce it later. Before we get into the episode, um, we we have an email from a fan, which I guess we should read, and this fan. Um, when we said you can ask us anything, he really took it to heart. He, he, he asked us several questions. So, so I'm going to read the email and go through all the questions and then we'll answer them at the end. How's that sound? That sounds great. Let's, let's hear those questions. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, this is by the way, from Mr. Comer, we'll just say to, <laughs> oh, to, God. to, uh, to hide his identity. It's just Mr. Comer. He says, Hi guys, the Comer is loving the recent regularity of episodes. When? Please continue this trend. I only wish the episodes were longer in duration. You can listen to them twice. They have replay value. I'm just going to say that. That would make them like an hour long. <laughs> I think for a podcast, our, pod, our episodes are relatively long. They're pretty long, yeah. But, you know, we can be longer. If you want us to ramble on longer, That's I guess true. we can we can try. So he says, if he, wants to, if he wants to ramble on longer, he's going to have to give us a topic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Comer, if you have any suggestions for a topic, just we can ramble on for forever about it. So just let us we, know. We can do a Batman episode and then the topic. <laughs> he said, I'm coming at you with some questions. I'm the voice of the social conscious asking the questions everybody wants to hear, but doesn't dare ask. Okay, these are these are hard hitting questions too. It's obvious you guys put a lot of work into your shows. Could you talk us through your preparation slash work and creating a new episode? Um, the next question is Steve. This is for me, I guess. Does it anger you that Andy's name appears almost twice in the title of your show, Steve and Andy? Is having your name placed first in the title a conscious effort to counter this? You could always use an ampersand to combat this. You're welcome. If, God forbid, you guys had a major falling out, what would happen to the show? Who would take ownership and on what grounds state your cases? Ooh. <laughs> have <laughs> slash do you guys ever produce the show whilst ingesting intoxicants? I have my suspicions, but I'm keen to hear your answers. I'm sure you guys are as clean living as the, dyna the dynamic duo themselves. And, um, and that's it. Regards, Mr. Comer. So, all right, those our, are good questions. Those are really great questions. We love getting questions, and we will answer anything. We we have said anything it. at all. I don't care. <laughs> so what? Um, so what do you do to prepare for creating a new episode? Well, uh, 
yoga. I, you know, um, yes, yeah, yoga. I do, uh, I do some chin-ups and um, push-ups. And uh, 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 what about what about Steve? What do you do? I train very heavily throughout the week in preparation for an episode because if you're not in peak physical performance, you you're not going to last through one of these. As you know, I mean, that's this true. is just... That's, that, that's true. But uh, we... Six raw eggs every morning. <laughs> we watch... Uh, we do watch the episodes, so that's that's one thing that we do. We don't... I mean, there's not really a whole lot of preparation, honestly. It's, we watch yeah, episodes really. and take notes, and then... Uh, we don't I, talk about them until we do the show. Yeah, that's that's what keeps this show fresh, is that we don't discuss Batman until uh, we're recording, and that's... <laughs> maybe that's that that's could true. be a downside of the show too but it's it's just and, what and, we've chosen to do and when and any topic that we might talk about on the show we do not like one of us could say hey we should talk about this and that's all there is we yeah. do not mention it again until we actually do the show and then we can talk about it talk about it again i don't i don't know why we decided to do that or even if we decided to do that We're, or it just kind of happened it just happened i, I think know. Yeah, so that's what we do. I mean, not not a whole lot of preparation. I have to take notes and get the basic story, but it doesn't take that long. So, it, it, despite what you might think, it, it's <laughs> all right. Um, am I angry that Andy's name appears almost twice? Yes. Now that you mention it, yeah, I am. I'm. A, I'm actually a little angry about that. I think it should be Steve, Steve, Andy, meet Batman. I think instead of the ampersand. That's how I think it should be. Even if it was an ampersand, it would still be and. People wouldn't say Steve ampersand Andy. They would still and, say and even Steve then, ampers and ampers Andy, right? I mean, that's true. Your name is still so. There, there might not be any solution. We could do Steve or Andy meet Batman. Steve and or Andy. That well, that's be, my name still would be. Fun, yeah. So, so. there, I'm not really mad about that. I don't. And why did we choose and Steve and Andy instead of Andy and Steve? I think Steve and Andy sounds better because my uh, name's uh, Andy is two syllables. Steve is one. Yeah. So I just think it sounds better that way. So there is a reason for that, and it's not because. Because otherwise it would be, I don't, I don't know, it would just sound weird to me. Yeah, with well, maybe it just sounds weird because we've been saying Steve and Andy for so long. I don't know. So <laughs> That's true, I don't know. if we had a major falling out for some reason, uh, what would happen to the show? I think we we should still do the show. It could be like, it could it could pro- it would probably be much better, honestly. Um, like That's the true. the Fleetwood Mac album, Rumors, you know, the band, I mean, they weren't really yeah, getting along at the correct. time, right? Well, the Beatles' Abbey Road, yeah. you know, they weren't really getting along with each other when they made that. That's a great album. So, um, yeah, I sure say, others. I say we still, we should still go for it. And who would take ownership? Uh, actually, Jim Beard owns the show. He owns the rights to the show. So. Yeah, we have to pay him a, a, a monthly fee. <laughs> so. We, uh, we would, um. Yeah, we'd be kind of out of luck in that case. So, yeah, it would just be Jim Jim Beard meets Batman, I guess, if we decided to stop He's met Batman so many times that I don't know if he'd be grinning. Do we drink while recording and producing the show? Um, if you think you can do this sober, I, you're sorely mistaken. <laughs> this is this is very difficult to do. It's an, You have to be very keen. You have to have all your senses present to do this show it's just you can't you can't be drunk well well i like to think that the batman 66 series is an intoxicant and that i'm <laughs> intoxicated every time i watch or discuss <laughs> the program so. so yeah i guess the answer is yes we are we we are ingesting intoxicants and it's called 
Adam West is the. That's true. I'm pretty sure that the U.S. military would give Adam West samples to the military just to see how it would affect them. <laughs> so kind of like LSD. <laughs> it was kind of like LSD, but it was Adam West instead. <laughs> and I don't know what that means either. <laughs> like little chunks of them where they had to lick them. Just, or just what? pictures, of pictures of them. They had to put it under the tongue. The photo. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Comer, for the fantastic email great questions we always love to get emails you can send us your email and a cat name enter the contest at steve and andy at gmail.com um and that's steve a n d andy not steve ampersand andy so uh yeah and like i said stick around we will announce the special first place prize at the end of this episode and that's it's exciting it's a doozy trust me it's a doozy so are you ready to finally get in to this week's episode, Instant Freeze? Oh, I'm ready. I've got, <laughs> I've got a parka on. I've got gloves on. I am ready to go. Let's do it. All right. Do you have some, some info on this episode for uh, us? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Instant Freeze. The uh, original air date was uh, January 20th, 1966, according to this website I'm looking at. So it's it's fitting it's, because, you know, it's cold outside for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, in January, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think of that. They plan uh, that. It was written by... Yeah, they do plan out. Yes, they do. It was uh, written by Mike Hodge, directed by Robert Butler. Like we already said, George Sanders was Mr. Freeze. And I didn't recognize her. I didn't notice, but uh, maybe I might have to go back and watch it again. But it says, as girl... Harry Gar, who, of course, is in you know Young Frankenstein and Mr. Mom, and is he even has like a like a little cameo in uh, the Monkey's film Head. So was she future star? She was credited as girl. Yeah, it's just girl. Huh. I don't know who I, was that. The girl yeah. at the beginning. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Well, she's in there. I I believe it. I do too. So oh, by the way, is Nick. As Nippy, Guy Way. I don't think that's a real name. <laughs> Nippy is his real name. One of Mr. Freeze's Nippy. henchmen. Yeah. We open Nippy in Way. <laughs> we open in a Gotham City ice skating rink. It it looks kind of run down. It looks really pitiful and sad. But there, are, it's it's hopping because there's a skating party there every Friday and Saturday. Skating is big in Gotham. The kids of Gotham love to ice skate. When the disco guys came in, they mixed them together. Disco ice skating was <laughs> insane. All of a sudden, we hear some very annoying screaming. It was. Did that bother you too? It was. Ugh, I just wanted it to stop. I'd like to think that was girl. That might have been. Or that was nippy. <laughs> uh, we cut outside and we see a man in a weird Soviet-looking spacesuit kind of thing. It's Mister Freeze. He's a cosmonaut. Yeah, he's casually strolling out of the ice rink, and uh, he just hops inside a van, which is labeled Amalgamated Ice Cream Company. Uh, some teenagers run out. They tell a policeman that some nut just melted all the ice with a flamethrower. How how was no one hurt by that? Probably oh, no. someone was. They're probably burning people inside. But instead of helping them, the police officer hops on his motorcycle. I'm more worried about the melted ice. <laughs> He races off. Uh, this is actually a really nice chase scene uh, with a very nice set that they're kind of racing through Mr. Freeze and his van and this, this uh, cop and his motorcycle. I I think throughout this episode, there was a lot of 
like special effects, like a lot, a lot more than, um, a lot more than I'm used to seeing in this show. They weren't really great well, special effects, but I, you're right because of uh, uh, Freeze's hideout and things like that. But uh, I, I, I'm going to put that with Mr. Freeze. I, to me, isn't the most exciting villain, so they have to do something to spice him up. So this episode Let's was spicy too. Cause it, it had some nice, some nice set design. It really did. <laughs> This, uh, really, I think the special effects rival those of Avatar. <laughs> if only it were in 3D. It was to me. To me, it felt like it was in 5D. So. <laughs> uh, we see Mr. Freeze peek out of the back of the van, and he sprays something onto the road. The police officer wipes out its ice. We cut to Gordon and O'Hara. They're really confused. How did ice get there in July? Um, it seems to me like they've been talking about this for couple at least 30 minutes to an hour uh, and just then they figure out oh maybe it's mr freeze he, well yeah before that course. they were thinking this would be king tut who else would put ice <laughs> in july um instead of just trying to all right let's send some men out keep the people safe they're like just call batman there's only yeah, one straight to batman <laughs> there's only one man capable of defrosting mr freeze freeze pun it's not really a pun, but a freeze reference, I guess. So they call Batman. We cut to Wayne Manor. Bruce and Dick and Harriet are talking to these guys. They're the stars of the Gotham City Eagles baseball team. Is, is that a prison baseball team, by the way? I just have to assume it is. Um, this guy is there. He's their star pitcher. His name is the Great Diamati. Uh, <laughs> they're all wearing suits and they just came over f to have lunch with Bruce and Dick and they really dressed up when you go to um, when you go to Gotham or when you go to Wayne Manor you, you dress up nice yeah you better dress up nice there, is a, there is a dress code for sure <laughs> Bruce makes Alfred, Alfred break out a ruler to check the length of their hair just to make sure they're not hippies <laughs> Just then, Alfred comes in. He whispers to Bruce, "Hey, the bat phone." Uh, Bruce says, "Oh, I have a impatient date waiting and a young sister." So I guess she's for. Um, I guess the implication there was that she was for, for Dick. But if I, I, I like to think that Bruce was, you know, they were for, they yeah. were both for Bruce, and Dick was going to watch <laughs> the baseball. <And> he was <laughs> What's that? And he said young because you know he wants the ball players to know that. Yeah, know, he, I like him. <laughs> he had to say that. So the baseball stars all leave. Uh, Bruce gets on the bat phone. <laughs> Gordon just did like, you notice though? Did, did you notice though when uh, they were like, "Oh, we're going to stay for lunch," and Harriet, who's kind of coming on to the ball players, said, "I hope you like my cherry pie." Yes, I did on notice. <laughs> I did notice that actually. And it was. And when they left, and when they left, one of them said, "I'll have to have your pie later." Oh my god. That's it was some, very disturbing. That's some fan fiction right there. And the Gotham City Eagles is a prison baseball team. <laughs> they love they love prison sports in Gotham. Do you, who do you think is a better pitcher, Paul Diamati or the Joker? I think oh god, I don't know. I'd like to see that matchup though. That'd be a pitcher's duel right there. That would be all star game. <laughs> that universe style. So <laughs> Bruce uh, gets on the bat phone and all Gordon's is, he says, I have chilling news. Another freeze pun. It's Mr. <laughs> I freeze. Gordon, I, I think Gordon likes doing the puns more he than does. Mr. Freeze does. Um, Batman's no questions. He says, I'll be right there. All, 
Gordon had to say is, I have chilling news. It's Mr. Freeze. Batman immediately hangs up the phone. They race on the bat poles into the Batmobile. They race off and we get another Jim Beard book plug. I don't know how this guy does it. Gotham City 14 miles. That has to cost a lot of money to <laughs> continually put an ad on an on a major television series like Batman. And his book, when when this was filmed, this book didn't come out for years, decades later. Like 45 <laughs> years. He had the foresight. People listening to this who never listened to our Jim Beard episode are very confused right now. I think there's like a Jim Beard reference on every episode. <laughs> <laughs> later, Batman is in police headquarters. He's looking over pictures of Mr. Freeze. What's he up to? Batman thinks that Mr. Freeze is doing all this crazy stuff, melting ice rinks, because he wants Batman to know that he's back in town. Gordon says, well, obviously he's out for revenge because you see earlier during a fight with Mr. Freeze. Is is melting an ice drink really worthy of Batman? (laughs) If it's Mr. Freeze is, if it's Mr. Freeze involved, yes. Um, It's a little strange to me that his thing now, he's got this, we see later he has this kind of like heat gun and he's melting stuff. It's not, his gimmick is freezing things. It's. Yeah, I know. He's not Mr. Hot. (laughs) So Gordon thinks that Mr. Freeze is out for revenge because um, years earlier, during a fight with Mr. Freeze, Batman spills some freezing liquid on him, mutating him, maiming him for life, destroying his life, basically. And all Gordon says is, oh, he probably deserved it because those chemicals he was creating were probably for some criminal purpose. Why was Batman fighting him in his lab? It's I want to know, I know that they story. Gordon says instant freeze formula is devilish. Why <laughs> is this instant freeze formula so horrible? It's illegal, apparently, and if, if if you're in Gotham and you're making some instant freeze formula, they'll send Batman to fight you, and you all all bets are off at that point. Because Gordon says that he was probably doing it for some sort of criminal activity, so we are to assume that he hasn't committed any crime yet. He's just a, a chemist making a new formula, and that causes that. Just think if he was make, doing something with, like, stem cell research. <laughs> Batman would come in. And ruin his life. Spill chemicals on him. <laughs> Bat- Gordon, Bruce Wayne, all of Gotham are very anti-science. <laughs> Batman at least feels a little bad. He wants to help him. Um, Batman says Mr. Freeze is he's probably looking for money. It's expensive to run his air conditioning units all the time. Uh, Robin suggests That's that... That's true. That's true. It can get it expensive. Can't, yeah. I, can't get pricey. Robin suggests that they use the anti-crime computer located in the Batcave to figure out what Freeze is up to next. So they race off. Uh, we, Meanwhile, <laughs> in Mr. Freeze's mountain hideout, it's snowing there, and it's we see snow all around this little house. Where is this yeah, located? I was very confused at where it was at, yeah, no. It's got a very remote hideout. Um, he's but also painting. He's like, What's that? Maybe he's in, like, the northern part of Canada, and he just, like, helicopters in every day i know his not only is his air conditioning bill high his travel bill to get into gotham is also very high um so we see mr freeze is in there he's just sitting around in like a in a business suit see this is he just looks like a regular guy in a business suit who hangs out in in a cold room in a cold room it's not a really great this this iteration of mr freeze is not my favorite i have to say did you notice that uh 
Freeze doesn't have, like, a girlfriend like all the other rogues do on the series. But he has three men and a butler. Hmm. Yeah, and he no dresses girl. nice. And he likes diamonds. <laughs> and he, yeah. you would think that... <laughs> oh, my God. You would think that Nippy would belong to his girlfriend, you know? Yeah, like, Ni- if Freeze had a girlfriend like all the other ones, she, her name could be Nippy. Yes, one yeah. of Mr. Freeze's henchmen is named N- Nippy. Um, the other and- one's Chill, and one of them's Mo. <laughs> The writers were the writers were thinking. All right, let's writing brainstorm session. Names for Mister Freeze's henchmen. Uh, It it, it can be nippy outside. Yeah, nippy. nippy, That's good. That's good. Um, uh, what was he? (laughs) Forget the other one. Chill. Yeah, chill. 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 That's good. Uh, How about Ice Cube? Or no, no, that won't work. Um, Icicle. No, no, no. Uh, how about Mo? Mo, that's right. That'll work, Mo. And that's could have been were. like windy or something. <laughs> so we see Mr. Freeze is sitting around in his suit, just a regular business suit. His henchmen are sitting inside this warm zone. It's like this red square, but it's done in special effects. Is really uh, kind of weird looking. <laughs> Freeze asks his henchmen. Um, he's got this. German accent, which is really bad. <laughs> he asks his henchmen if they have an airplane to go zoom, zoom, zoom. He also asks how many Batmans and Mr. Freezes they've hired. Why would he want to hire Batmans and Mr. Freezes? He instructs the henchmen to release the decoys. And then... Okay. <laughs> so, the whole episode, Gordon has been going through doing the ice puns, the freezing puns. And, and Mr. Freeze says... I'm going to toy with Batman like a cat toys with a mouse. He's stealing Catwoman's gimmick. He's got this great gimmick. He could have said, like, I'm going to put Batman on thin ice. I'm going to, I don't know, deep freeze. He could use anything, but really weak, in my opinion. <laughs> Later in the Batcave, we see Batman in a frozen chamber, um... It appears as though Batman and Robin constructed this themselves. It, they could have used a refrigerator. <laughs> Batman was a big influence on David Blaine, you know? <laughs> Batman's in there. He's freezing. And just then he jumps out. He tells Robin that their anti-freeze capsule won't work. And this next scene I really love. Alfred comes in. He, he's like, oh, I brought you guys some iced tea. Robin is a total dick. He says, oh, yeah, that's exactly what we need right now, Alfred. Uh, iced tea. Good going. Uh, he shames Alfred. It's little. Alfred was really animated in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, luckily, Alfred also brought some hot tea. He tells Batman and Robin that the newspaper is just full of stories about melting ice rinks and bursting ice dispensers. If my ice dispenser exploded, that wouldn't make uh, the newspaper probably. <laughs> yes, it would in Gotham City. <laughs> yes, it would. That's a that's a crime worthy of Batman. Uh. And I, Alfred, it seems to be very... My f- refrigerator's on the fritz. Get me back. <laughs> Alfred seems to... He's kind of being a little sarcastic here. He's like, mm, maybe Mr. Freeze is back. Well, how, how distressing. <laughs> I know. It's like, well, all he's doing is like melting ice cubes and destroying refrigerators. Who cares? Alfred's not afraid. Batman explains that uh, they created this anti-freeze capsule, a, a pill that you can take, and it, it will help you... F- stop from freezing but it does not work past zero degrees 
they have to withstand minus 50 degrees. I don't know if that's Fahrenheit or Celsius, but minus 50 degrees <laughs> in order to stop Mr. Freeze. Uh, later, we cut to police headquarters. Gordon and O'Hara, they're reading some police reports. <laughs> um, these police reports are all saying that Batman is all over the city at once. They see him on one side of the town, and all of a sudden he's on the other. <laughs> I, I love this. O'Hara is, like, totally confused. He says, how... I don't understand. How can Batman be in six places at once? What What's going on? Uh, and Gordon's like, well, they're imposters, of course. Yeah, I mean, O'Hara is extremely incompetent. <laughs> well, he's the most incompetent person in all of Gotham, I, I believe. <laughs> did, did you notice that uh, Gordon said he received a phone call from a police officer that was mad that Batman was in his district? Yeah, they don't are like there Batman districts in... where Batman's not allowed to go or something? Maybe. Maybe there's like, there are parts prison. of Gotham where he's banned. <laughs> And like the richer neighborhoods, they don't want that Batman running around. Like, like there's a competent cop that gets mad that Batman gets all the glory, so he's like, <laughs> he's not allowed in my district. Gordon, uh, I, Gordon uh, then says, we must notify Batman. <laughs> and I love this. They walk over to the Bat phone, very determined, like they're really doing something, all very self-important looking. They're really these determined looks on their faces like, yeah, we're going to we're going to stop this crime. Let's let's call an outside source. Um, they're fooling themselves, really. Later, we see Batman and Robin. They're analyzing a map. It seems that the multiple Batmans are all moving to a single location. So this map they're analyzing is actually a mirror image of St. Louis. They used a map of St. Louis for Gotham City, so I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I know that. That's yeah, cool. there you go. So somehow... Um, so they see these multiple Batmans moving into a single location, and Robin's like, wait a minute, that location is the Go Gotham Diamond Exchange. How did he know that? Uh, <laughs> he Bat knows the Diamond Exchange is all over the world. <laughs> uh, Batman knows that the street name for diamonds is Ice, which is perfect for Mr. Freeze. I'd like to think that today, if, if they did this episode today, that Mr. Freeze would be stealing cocaine, because it's snow or whatever, so... He would steal both, both diamonds and cocaine. <laughs> so Batman and Robin race off. Meanwhile, at the Diamond Exchange, we see Mr. Freeze and his henchmen uh, roughing people up, stealing their diamonds. Mr. Freeze demands the Star of Cashmere Diamond, which is apparently a very important diamond. The employee does not want to say where it is, so Mr. Freeze he threatens him. He uses a heat ray. Again, not sure why he has a heat ray. No. no. He melts a golden... <laughs> What's that? It, it, that? That is so out of Mr. Freeze's character to melt something, that even though he already melted the ice I, the ice rink, I actually had forgotten about that. So when he did that, I was like, so he froze that thing and it melted? <laughs> so he uses his heat ray to melt this... Confused. He melts this golden statue, and the employee freaks out. He says, oh, the... the the safe that holds a diamond, it's, it's right there. And it's, it's literally, like, the only safe right in, in the middle of the wall. Uh, that's the not first hidden, place you look. It's not behind a painting or anything. It's just there. The employee says, I don't know the combination, though. Mr. Freeze says, don't worry, I can take care of that. He freezes the safe and somehow it explodes. <laughs> just then, a security guard stealthily rings an alarm and then tries to shoot the henchman. The henchman moved to shoot him, but Mr. Freeze stops him. He's like, we don't use regular guns. He freezes the security guard with his... Mr. Freeze is a big proponent of the Brady Bill. He is very anti-gun, <laughs> pro-gun control. He's anti- You wouldn't really think that 
out of a rogue, but it's true. He's anti-regular gun. He he wants no restrictions on heat or freeze gun, so. Right. It, to him, in the Constitution, the right to bear arms means the right to bear bear frozen <laughs> freeze guns and heat guns. Nothing else. He feels if some if like some sort of invading country invaded Gotham City, that's how you would defeat them, by freezing them to death. Just then, Batman enters, but then another Batman enters and several more. Also, a bunch of Mr. Freezes enter as well in their ridiculous costumes. Everyone is confused except Mr. Freeze. He knows they're his decoys. Outside, we see the real Batman and Robin roll up in the Batmobile. They, they see Mr. Freeze's van and they say, well, Freeze must be here. But they don't bother to disable it, flatten a tire, uh, any anything like that that might you know help so him egotistical later. they believe that they'll just capture him right there <laughs> batman and robin burst into the diamond exchange they strike this really weird pose and did you notice that they like yeah yeah it was really they weird a couple weird poses in this episode <laughs> i think a fight breaks out uh free sprays the floor so it's covered in ice and this is a really sloppy fight uh, they're all falling over each other. Robbins tries to punch the real Batman. He, everyone's confused. The real Freeze and his henchmen are able to escape. Outside, they smartly disable the Batmobile by spraying some ice all over the engine. Batman and Robin finally get out where they can follow the real Mr. Freeze. But they he's already gone. He's And they jump in the Batmobile. They can't start it up. They're screwed. They should, they should have disabled the van. That's... I'm just going to leave it at that. It's not... Where, where do you think? Uh, where do you? What's where that? do you think Freeze got all those uh, extras to be Batman and all the other Batman? I'm assuming Craigslist. Yeah. Do you think he put on an ad like, "I'm looking for some actors, twelve actors, twelve male actors, to play Batman and Mr. Freeze in a, sure. in a prank"? Or do you think he went to like an acting agency? And said, I think oh, it was probably they looked amateurish. So I think it was a. I think it was just a craigslist kind of deal and he just says show up at the diamond exchange at 2 30 so they all show up there and they're like what's going on and all of a sudden batman and robin and batman and robin come in and start punching them in the face it would be so bizarre imagine if you good he paid him he probably didn't he just skipped out oh my god later crime Uh, so, but Mr. Freeze gets away, and up in the sky, we see a plane riding Strike One Batman. So that, uh, that was the Twitter of its day. <laughs> they we just write sky writing. <laughs> Later in the Batcave, Batman is working at the anti-crime computer. Robin is upset because they let Mr. Freeze get away. Uh, the computer sits, uh, uh, the computer spits back an answer as to where Mr. Freeze will strike next. Jewelry stores. And Robin says, well, one thing we know for sure is that Mr. Freeze is out to steal all the diamonds in Gotham City. <laughs> and I love this. Batman says, well, one thing we know for sure is that he's actually not out to steal all the diamonds in Gotham City. <laughs> and, yeah, just a total burn, and Robin looks so dejected. Robin was totally pwned there. <laughs> <laughs> Batman points out that Mr. Freeze left a ton of diamonds on the floor of the Diamond Exchange, and in the He sand. called him chicken feed, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, he... he threw the diamonds on the floor and says we, we're not bothering with this chicken feed batman thinks maybe he actually thought it was chicken feed <laughs> batman thinks freeze just wants the best diamonds the biggest diamonds in the world uh somehow batman knows that many of the world's largest and most expensive diamonds are located right here in gotham city 
However, the most valuable diamond in the world is owned by Princess Sandra of Italy. And the English translation of the name of the diamond is Ice Circle. Uh, Robin points out that translation and Batman's like, how did you know that? Robin just goes, I've been studying Italian. He's picking up on those lessons that Batman told him. He really is. He knows that if everyone knows the same language, world peace. So, Batman... on that same language is going to be Italian. (laughs) Because I have a feeling it's going to be Italian. I don't know why. I just just have a feeling. So, uh, Batman realizes that Princess Sandra is in Gotham for a charity baseball game tomorrow afternoon, and she arrives tonight. How did Batman know that? How... He re- he's got to read the all the gossip rags of Gotham. I'm convinced. Yeah. I was kind of joking about it the first few episodes, but I'm totally convinced of it now. I like to think that Alfred is the Perez Hilton of the Gotham <laughs> universe. That he has like a website where he uses a lot of like Microsoft Paint to write in like goofy things on pictures of celebrities. So somehow Batman knows, and I want to know why the Princess of Italy is coming. For a baseball game, which I don't think that's the biggest sport in Italy. Um, well, she she heard about the arm on the Joker, and she had to see She's it. like, I get, take me to those prison fields of Gotham. I want to see a game. Meanwhile... Why wouldn't you want to see a game? The last game that we saw, someone sprung out of prison on a giant spring. So. <laughs> a, it is a spectacle, that's true. Meanwhile, in the private suite of Princess Sandra, I guess this, this explains a little bit. We learned... That she is formerly from Brooklyn, and I guess she married a, an Italian prince. Um, so does that mean that there is a New York City in the Batman universe? I, I don't know. Maybe. I like to think that uh, the Brooklyn is uh, is Gotham is in Gotham City. The borough of Gotham City. That would make yeah, sense. So I guess they couldn't. The producers of the show couldn't really get um, couldn't really get an Italian actress. <laughs> So they just said, uh, the next best thing, just find someone from Brooklyn and we'll just put her in there. It, it, don't, don't worry about that. She's wearing the diamond. It's, um, it's the most valuable diamond in the world. And she's just casually sitting around her suite with her friends, I guess. Just wearing the diamond. You know, most expensive diamond she in the world. Care. Probably worth millions of dollars. Can I say, if I am a princess and I am going to visit Gotham, the last thing I would do is bring the most expensive diamond in the world because everyone's got to know. Bring any valuables. <laughs> and the the very last thing I would do is actually wear that diamond around. Just to get, ugh, bad idea. It's like Gotham is filled with kooks and criminals. Don't bring any valuables. <laughs> Just then, Mr. Freeze's henchman, we see, uh, what's his name, Nippley? Nippy. <laughs> we see Nippy. <laughs> Nippy and Chill. The Nippy and Chill. What's that? Oh, I don't know if Mo. I don't know where Mo was. Just two of two of the henchmen come in. They're carrying this giant crate, and it's labeled um, beef, and then it says "keep frozen." So supposedly this is some expensive imported beef. Uh, Princess Sandra must really love. Well, well Mr. Freeze is a hot hunk of ham. <laughs> she must really you know, love her meat. Beef. Uh, she examines... <laughs> I wanted to say a hot hunk of meat, not a hot <laughs> hunk of ham. <laughs> she was really... Uh, love. Yeah, it's she She examines the, the crate and says, I, <laughs> I wonder what cut of beef this is. Just then, <laughs> Mr. Freeze bursts out and he says, It's cold cuts. <laughs> that was good, I have to say. That was good, yeah. He starts he was saving up for that. 
That's why he did that. He, he's like, I got it. We'll put beef on it. She'll ask what kind of meat it is. I'll pop out and say cold cuts. <laughs> that was planned. We'll all get a good laugh. Yeah, he started spraying everyone with freezing liquid. We cut to Batman and Robin. They're in the Batmobile. Did you notice this footage? It's very strangely dark. And I think it's because it's in the story. It's supposed to be nighttime. But they recorded this in the day. And so they just darkened it way down. Oh. They um, just, like, close the iris. Yeah, I don't. It's really bad looking. They call, they get a yeah, call I from... Yeah, it was really, really dark. You could barely see anything. Yeah, they get a call from Gordon. Uh, Batman and Robin had Gordon install an alarm in Sandra's suite, and it's going crazy. She didn't know about that alarm, I think. Their big brother is watching in Gotham City. <laughs> and why didn't they just stake, stake out the place? They could have stopped this whole thing. That could Ugh. take forever, and, you know, no, they right. have other things they want to do, like drive around Gotham at night, so... <laughs> they just told, hey, Gordon, just sneak in there and install an alarm. Well, the, the alarm's going crazy, so they decide to race off to the suite... Uh, we see them use the bat parachutes come out of the it comes out of the back of the Batmobile and they're able to turn they around. Re, they really need better brakes for the Batmobile. Other than <laughs> well, this is this is footage that they've used before in this show, but it was darkened way down because it was night. So, do you think they're the parachutes with the the bat on it all over town? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> they don't like pick them up; they just leave them there. Kids just grab them and play with them, stuff like that. Gordon has a service where you pick him up, where he has like people go up, pick him up for him. Back in the suite, Freeze demands the diamond from Sandra. She doesn't want to give it up, so so his henchmen grab her. Um, outside, we see Batman and Robin pull up in the Batmobile. They see Freeze's van again. They don't bother trying to disable it, which would have helped them later again. Uh, they decide to climb up the exterior of the building, but instead of the normal climbing sequence that kind of everyone is used to. This is really great set design. They actually just hop up and jump up the side on these little ledges. I, I don't know if they had stunt doubles, cool. but it was pretty cool, actually. It was too. I was expecting, you know, like the normal thing with like a guy popping out of the window and saying, hey, Batman and Robin. Yeah, this is good. I, I like what they did here. They like Lyndon of... Johnson popping out or something. <laughs> yeah. They bust through. They see Free stealing the diamond. They, they move to to tackle him, but the henchmen throw the giant meat crate at Batman and Robin. It, it confuses them. Freeze then uses his heat ray, again, heat ray, ugh, to light a curtain on fire, and he, he runs out with his henchmen. Robin goes to chase after him, but Batman says, uh, look, the safety of the hotel guest is first. So Batman, he picks up this rug and tries to smother the flames. Do you think they use a stunt double for that? Because there were real flames. I mean... Could have been dangerous. Nah, nah, I think Adam West probably did his own <laughs> So he finally gets the flames put out. He dines on, he dines on danger. So. <laughs> Outside, we see Freeze getting into the van. Batman and Robin leap down from the roof. They try to stop Freeze, but he shoots them with a freeze, freeze ray. And he says, I'm sorry, Batman. That's the way the ice cube crumbles. Not, not a bad pun, but... Not not his best I've never work. Heard, I mean, yeah, I've never heard that one. Like, I've never heard anyone say that's how the ice cube, does the ice cube really crumble? No, that's what I don't know. Not a great pun. He that was he more of that's an. That's how imp- the ice the ice cube chips maybe. Yeah, See, that's um, that was an impromptu pun. I think on Mister Freeze's part, he he had the cold cuts thing planned, which is why it was so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> not like like Egghead who can just like like roll them off the cuff yeah. like egg puns every second no, he's got no. to think them out wow. 
outside. He writes them down. He's got a he's got a notebook where he writes down all of his ice ice <laughs> puns, and it's not, it's not a thick notebook. Even, yeah, you know? it's, it's only a, like lines filled so far. It's not. So uh, up in the sky, we see a plane riding. Strike two, Batman. Uh, let me say that again. Up in the sky, we see a plane. It's it's riding out. Strike two, Batman. Um, well, Batman and pointless and he's frozen, so I don't yeah, think you can see yeah, it. Yeah, was a lot of wasted money there on Mr. Freeze's part. Will Batman and Robin be able to be unfrozen? I don't know. This is a lame cliffhanger because their lives really aren't in danger. They're yeah, just really kind of frozen. But the announcer says, if you watch next week's episode, you might lose your cool. And I guarantee you will lose your cool. Not might. That's yeah. a you will lose your cool. Yes. And that is the end of this episode. It was a fun episode. I thought there was a lot of really good set design. I thought it was funny. It wasn't... I mean, it's, it's not as... Mr. Freeze's plan isn't that bad, actually, so... Batman and Robin had a bit, few big blunders in here, but overall, good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like... While I was watching this episode, it seemed thinner than the other story... Like, the other yeah, episodes. Yeah, I kind of like, got There wasn't that much too. of a story. Yeah. Because there was, like, two kind of big fights in the episode the one in the diamond exchange and then the one at the end yeah as opposed to just the one fight so i don't know yeah it was uh, like there was yeah so that's it next week's episode is called rats like cheese which has nothing to do with ice they are really um of course it rhymes with do like cheese you know so (laughs) it rhymes with instant freeze but uh they are getting very um uncreative with these titles at this point it's just only the yes. seventh episode of the series well you know it's it's hard you know to come up with the flip side of every title yeah you know? i think for this one they said oh let's name the first episode instant freeze they're like yeah yeah it's a good idea and they went through with that and then they're like what should we call the second one and they had no ideas so they're just like yeah, uh rats like that. cheese i don't know so stay tuned next week is the episode rats like cheese and it probably will be pretty good i don't know We'll yeah. see. Will well, Batman so. and Robin be unfrozen? Will Andy and I be able to keep our cool? I I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> so now, that. so now let's turn to the contest. We have we have several entries, and I guess we should just read a few off. And we won't give out the names of who gave these entries, but we uh, <laughs> you could probably figure one out at least. <laughs> Uh, so we'll just say what we think about him. So, okay, let's hear him. Harry Comer. Okay. Okay. So we it's, not yeah. bad, not bad. Yeah. We got Topo. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good one. That is Aquaman's octopus, I guess. That's what. Yes. <laughs> we, we have that's a good one. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. This is hard to say. It's not- Hard to say. Yeah, that's a little too long. You know? Yeah, I guess you call him Snuffy. That could be, yeah. We have. Can I add one right now? Can I add one right you now? Can, you can Nippy. enter the. What's that? N- Nippy. <laughs> Nippy. <laughs> I like that. I like Mo also. So. That's a good one. So we also have Cosmo, which is the Seinfeld reference. Yes, Cosmo Wait. Kramer. So I like that one. That could be good. <laughs> we have... That's a good one. We have. Duncan. <laughs> it's a Highlander uh, reference, Duncan McLeod. We have... Um, Don't like Highlander. We have Anchovy, which isn't bad. No. You can call him Annie. <laughs> or Chovy. 
And we have Bojangles. So, and th- that, that's just a sample. There are a few more. So yes. <laughs> those might be leading the pack right now, I have to say. I don't know which one is the front runner. And we might not even base this on on the name I like the most, necessarily. I might just... We might pick one at random. I don't know. We haven't decided our criteria. But we won't play favorites. But if you send us an interesting email, like the email that Harry sent us... With a good name attached, then... I'm just saying, that's going to help your chances. So, as you know, if you enter the contest and you win, you win the fabulous prize of a picture of our cats autographed by the cats themselves don't ask how but there is another they can prize. figure it out <laughs> figure it out there is another prize and andy do you want to announce the this is a cool prize i kind of wish that uh yeah sure sure it. it's a uh uh it's a vinyl record of a batman superman and wonder woman christmas album so so you uh, can, I know it's uh it, it's the summer so, you know, it's Christmas I, in the summer. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, the, it, Christmas in July. We'll just say that. But it 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 looks fun. It's it's kind of rare, right? I mean, it's it's not very easy uh, to yeah, find this record. So yeah, it, it's it was from Peter Pan Records from I believe the 1970s. It's got some great art on the cover and on the back. I don't know who did it, but it's good looking art. Um, have you someone obviously to it yet? that for DC at the time? No, I haven't. Someone that worked for DC at the time, you know, maybe a Kurt Swan. He did a lot of that kind of art. Yeah. Um, so. But uh, one of the stories has, I think, Batman saving Santa Claus. So if you want to hear that story, which I'm sure is fantastic, enter the contest. That could be yours to win. Yes, it can. It can become your Christmas tradition, or if you're <laughs> Jewish, you know, your Hanukkah tradition. <laughs> I love the idea of a Jewish family getting around, just putting that on the record player and just listening to stories of how Batman saved Christmas. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, I love that. No, no. Why not? You know? <clears throat> so you have nothing to lose. Enter the contest. Send us an email at stevenandy at gmail.com. Like I said, if you... Instead of the night before Christmas, you know, the whole family gathers around the the, the, the turntable. The, the dad puts the record on and they all sit around and they listen to it and, you know... Oh, you know, go to bed now. It's, Santa's almost here. Good thing Batman saved him. You know. I love this. I love that idea. I wish I could keep this, but I can't. It's for the fans. Send us an email, stevenandy at gmail.com. The Jewish family, you know, they, they sit down. They light the, they light the menorah. And they light the candle for the evening, and they have some potato pancakes and, you know, spin a dreidel and, 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 and listen to uh, uh, Batman save Christmas. <laughs> So send us an email at stevenandy at gmail.com. This fabulous prize could be yours. It is, it's worth it. Why, why not? It's free. To, it, it will exactly. take you like two minutes. Just think of something, put it in, e- in an email. And I'm just saying, if you make the email interesting, it will help your chances. So Exactly. There will also be a second and a third place prize which we will announce later, they are also equally, well, slightly less equally. <laughs> so they're slightly less <laughs> fabulous prizes, but they are fun. They are bad. But they're related. fabulous nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. So enter. If you enter now, you have a very good chance of winning that record. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, all right. Also, 
And if you, and if you've sent one name already, you can send another. Yeah, you know, whatever. Keep keep them coming. Multiple entries are accepted. Exactly. S- leave us a review on iTunes. No we- purchase necessary. <laughs> it's you're good to go. We love to get reviews on iTunes. It it makes us feel good about ourselves. If you uh, leave a review on iTunes, I'm just saying that <clears throat> that also might help you. So just throwing that out there. Check out our blog, Steve and Andy at blogspot.com. Oh, sorry. Check out our blog, StephenAndy. Dot. <clears throat> oh gosh, take a drink of water. <clears throat> Check out our blog, StephenAndy. Blogspot.com. We'll have stills from this episode. We will also <clears throat> we'll take a picture of the record and put it up there so you can see fabulous prize idea. you might win. So, um, that's a good idea. That. that's about it if you if you really can't think of a cat name just send us an email and say I, I can't think of a cat name just admit it and we'll enter you in the contest exactly but come on it's exactly. it's a cat and, and actually go to our blog do you know what kind of traffic we traffic we get at stevenandy.blogspot.com <clears throat> i don't know but it is a fun looking blog i'm actually really like i'm proud of the blog <laughs> there's not a whole know. lot up people there need to but, go to that but it's fun yeah go to the blog and uh leave a comment you should if, put up a picture of george sanders not in the mr freeze costume well, that that we already saw that this episode, he's he was he was that's in, true, but but not in any kind, but nothing related to naked. Mr. You want a naked picture of George Sanders? Is that what you want? Well, you know, I don't know. To go to the blog, there and might was, there might be a naked on picture internet of movie George database. Sanders. He's listed as a writer as well. I want to see what he he wrote. Oh, he right. wrote one thing: the Unholy Four novel. Oh. <laughs> oh, and you know what he does? He does the voice in of a uh, of I believe Scar. Not Scar. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, Shere Khan, the tiger, in uh, Shere Khan in the Jungle Book. Yeah, I know. That's pretty awesome because I loved that as a kid too. Yeah, so, that's a good one. So, I, and I and believe he's an Oscar. Winner. I believe he's an Oscar winner for this for this role, even though it's exactly. not a movie. And he, his <laughs> ex-wife is Jaja Gabor, who is, uh, I think, was uh, also a villain on uh, yeah. Batman. There you I don't go. remember. But... Again, nepotism creeping in. To the Batman universe. All right. Academy Award winner for All About Eve. Oh, okay. Any any more closing comments? No, not really. You know, do you have any? My comment is, enter the contest. You will not regret it. You won't. And you know what? I'm going to say this now. If you enter the contest, anyone who enters the contest, you'll get something. I, I will mail you something if you feel comfortable giving me your mailing address, which you should. Exactly. Exactly. Here's another little George Sanders tidbit. In 1937, he told David Niven that he intended to commit suicide when he got older. In 1972, he fulfilled his promise. Oh my God. Dark. That's dark. He left the note, dear world, I am leaving because I am bored. I feel I have lived long enough. I am leaving you with your worries in this sweet cesspool. Good luck. P.S. Screw you, Batman. <laughs> Jesus. That is dark. That I that's a dark way to end this episode, but I guess that's how we should end it. He once he once said a woman, a dog, and a walnut tree. The more you beat them, the better they are. <laughs> is that true? That's so dark. That's, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Here's an, wait, here's another one. I don't ask questions. I just take their money and use it for things that really interest me. I thought that I thought that was Chief O'Hara that said that. And that was that that was. All yes. right. 
on that dark, dark note, Andy, thank you for another great episode. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Enter the contest. That is a threat. <laughs> that is a threat. I might, we might have to get George Sanders after you. <laughs> this episode has ended really darkly. <laughs> Andy, I will talk to you later. He married <laughs> Jaja Gabor, divorced her, and then married her sister years later. Damn. This guy is cold. I guess he's perfect for Mr. Freeze. <laughs> That's true. My God. He said, as a boy, his own desire was to retire. That ambition never changed. Wow. There you go. <laughs> All right, I will talk to you later. <laughs> See ya.